Hey, Fidelity. What's it cost to invest with the Fidelity app? Start with as little as $1 with no account fees or trade commissions on U.S. stocks and ETFs. Hmm, that's music to my ears. I can only talk. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Zero account fees apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Zero dollar commission applies to online U.S. equity trades and ETFs and retail Fidelity accounts. Sell order assessment fee not included. Some account types and securities excluded. Details at Fidelity.com slash commissions. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. People today can spend half their lives over 50. So it's good to be financially ready for what's important to you as you get older, like a family vacation. Or starting your dream business. Welcome to Connie's Coffee. How may I help you? AARP's trusted financial tools can help you plan for whatever your future holds. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Start planning today at aarp.org slash money tools. Happy New Year, my friends. I am so glad to be recording the first show of 2019. My name is Laura Adams. I've been the host of the Money Girl podcast since 2008 and am the author of several books, including my Amazon number one new release, Debt-Free Blueprint, How to Get Out of Debt and Build a Financial Life You Love. It's available as an ebook or paperback, and the audiobook version will be on sale very soon. I hope you had a great holiday. I definitely have. I had a terrific road trip to Big Bend National Park from Austin. So it was a long drive. We took about six hours uh, west and stayed in Marathon at a beautiful hotel there called the Gage Hotel and took a road trip even further west into Marfa, Texas, which is a funky, artsy town in the middle of nowhere, and then came back to Marathon and drove uh, an hour, hour and a half south to Big Bend National Park, where we stayed in the Chisos Mountain Lodge, which is the only uh, lodge inside the park. And it was just beautiful. The weather could not have been better. Even with the government shutdown, things were still basically running uh, as normal for the most part, and we just had a lovely time. We drove back to Austin and had Christmas here and then took a flight to Charleston, South Carolina to spend several nights with my family there. So we've had a nice trip. And tonight we're going to see Willie Nelson in Austin. I saw him many years ago in Atlanta, and I figure he's getting pretty old. So it's time to see Willie Nelson here in Austin. It could be one of the last times. Who knows? I'll put my photos from the trip and from tonight on Instagram. I take a lot of photos, but I rarely share them. So going forward, I'm going to be more mindful about posting on Instagram. So I hope you'll follow me there. My handle is Laura D. Adams. And as I think about the new year and what I want to create, I'd really love to hear from you about what you want from me um, in terms of podcast topics, maybe future courses, or even my next book. Um, The best way to do that is to subscribe to my weekly newsletter to give me your input. To do that, you can go to lauradadams.com. Or you can text me, text the phrase, get updates with no space to the number 33444, 
and you'll get the opportunity to subscribe to my weekly newsletter. So in the next newsletter that I send out, I'll give you an opportunity to give me some ideas on what you're interested in. Do you want to learn more about investing? Do you want to learn more about being a freelancer, a solopreneur, running your own business? Uh, Maybe you want to learn about podcasting or you want to learn about publishing, either traditional publishing or being self-published. There's so many topics that I would love to write about, but I really want to focus my time and energy on the topics that would mean the most to you. So um, I hope to hear from you either on my contact page at lauradadams.com or in response to the next newsletter that I'll send out. And on this show, I'm going to focus on 10 habits that can keep you from building wealth and growing rich. I think a lot of times we have many ingrained habits, either subconsciously or consciously, and those habits are not great. And so sometimes it's not about getting new habits, but it's really about kicking old habits that are not serving us well. So I would say for most people, it's very difficult to achieve success without developing good financial habits. Uh, But first, let's just focus on some bad financial habits that need to be dropped. And when you recognize these counterproductive behaviors and eliminate them, you can achieve much more with your money. So in this podcast, I'll review 10 horrible habits that can keep you from growing rich and sabotage your financial future. This is podcast number 574 called 10 Horrible Habits That Keep You From Growing Rich. All right, let's get into our bad habits that we want to kick this year. Number one, living without an emergency fund. You know that life is full of financial surprises and costly emergencies. The antidote to that is simple. It's having cash in an FDIC-insured savings account, which is known as an emergency fund. Having this cash cushion to fall back on is going to help you reduce stress, navigate financial hardships, and avoid going into debt in the first place. Even a tiny emergency fund is better than nothing. So don't think that if you haven't started, you don't have anything saved, that it's just pointless. Don't feel hopeless about it. Starting and accumulating something is always better than nothing. I would love for you to commit to putting away a set amount on a regular basis, such as $100 a month or $50 a week. Automate your savings. You can set up a separate direct deposit that puts a flat amount or even a percentage of each of your paychecks in the bank. Just ask your employer to set that up. Most of you already have direct deposit for a checking account. You can just set up a second direct deposit that goes over into your savings account. So again, it can be a flat amount or a percentage. If you're self-employed, you can create a recurring transfer that moves money from your checking into a savings account on a monthly or weekly basis. The bottom line is that out of sight means out of mind, so it's much easier to save when it's automated and you're not tempted to spend that money. And if you say, well, Laura, you know, money is just too tight to even save $5 a week, you need to come up with solutions. Try working overtime, getting a second job, starting a business on the side. It doesn't have to be forever. It could just be some overtime or a second job until you reach a savings goal. 
I recommend having a minimum of $1,000 on hand in that FDIC insured account. However, working up to three to six months worth of your living expenses is definitely the best goal. All right, bad habit number two is forgetting about retirement. It can be difficult to think about your golden years when you're a new graduate or you're in an entry-level job, but when you start investing early, you lock in your ability to grow rich. In fact, it's almost like getting your retirement at a fire sale. One of the most important factors in how much you accumulate for retirement depends on when you start investing even if you don't have much to invest. Getting an early start allows your money to compound and grow exponentially over time. So let's compare two people who each invest $250 a month with an average annual 7% return. So let's say we have one person, Sam. He starts investing at age 25. He's gonna have over $650,000 by age 65. But if his friend Lisa does not get started investing until she's 45, she'll only have $130,000 to spend by her 65th birthday. So would you rather have $650,000 to spend or $130,000 to spend in retirement? Obviously, you want more, so you need to start early. If Lisa wanted to end up with as much as Sam, but she started 25 years later, she started in her 40s instead of in her 20s, instead of investing $250 a month, she would have to invest over $1,250 per month. So don't wait because catching up is just incredibly expensive and difficult. The bottom line is you cannot delay making investing for retirement a habit. It's a huge mistake to think that you can't afford it or that you'll just catch up later. If you're waiting for a raise, a bonus, or a windfall that's going to come someday, you're burning precious time. You are never too young to begin planning for your future. Bad habit number three not maxing out a savings match at work. If your employer matches some amount of a 401k or a 403b at work, you better consider yourself very fortunate. You must always save enough to get that full match from the employer. It's free money and it's designed to incentivize your plan participation. And even if the market drops, it really doesn't matter. You can earn impressive returns when you're getting matching money. That's a 100% return on your money when it's matched. The matching money may come with a vesting schedule, which means that you need to stay employed for a certain amount of time before you own all of it. But even if you leave your job without all your matching, typically you may have a partial vesting. Even if you leave with some of it, it's money that you didn't have to work for. So do I need to say more? Matching is free money. So if that is an option for you, definitely, definitely get it. And even if you don't have matching at work, I still recommend participating in a retirement plan. Bad habit number four, being too conservative with your investments. Though we tend to use the terms saving and investing interchangeably, they're really not the same thing. 
Savings is cash you keep on hand for short term. So these are things like planned purchases or even those unexpected emergencies. Investments are the opposite. Investments are for your big long-term goals, such as retirement, that require a lot of growth in order to meet those goals. In general, I don't recommend investing your cash reserves because the value could drop at the exact moment you need to spend it. So you want to make sure that your short-term goals are liquid. So that's why we call it an emergency fund. But if you make a habit of keeping all your money in no-risk accounts and not putting any amount of it at risk for the future, so if you're thinking, well, I'm just going to keep my retirement money in a bank savings account or a CD, Problem is, inflation is going to rob you of spending power over time. You've got to make at least 3% or more to keep up with inflation. So if you're making less than that in a CD or savings account, you're actually losing money over time. So that's not where you want your retirement money to be. We want to save for the short term, invest for the long term. Bad habit number five, making impulse purchases. Spending too much on impulse purchases is the reason that many people have too much debt. So if you're addicted to shopping, you're spending to boost your mood or you're making many large unplanned purchases, it's time to break the habit this year. I did a show called 14 Tips to Stop Impulse Buying and Save Money that I would really recommend you go back to if this is an issue for you. That was podcast number 528. Create a mantra or a short phrase that can help you remember your financial goals and nip impulse spending in the bud. So maybe your mantra is, I only buy what I budget, or I always wait 30 hours before buying anything. Money Girl is sponsored by Claritin. If you're like me and you suffer from allergies, you know this time of year can be pretty rough. There's a lot of sneezing, itchy eyes, congestion, and they can really hold you back from living the life you want to live. Luckily, for those with allergies, you can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. This is a product designed for serious allergy sufferers. It's got two ingredients in one pill that relieve allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double-action combo of prescription-strength allergy medicine And the best decongestant relieves all the symptoms that you suffer. And what I love about Claritin D is that it starts working in as little as 30 minutes. Plus, it's non-drowsy, so you can still make the most of your day. I can take Claritin D and then get on the mic and record a podcast without being too congested. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers. But you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader. Paying over $30. Or 
I only buy what I truly need. Come up with a mantra that you will remember that can really help you curb those impulse purchases. Okay, we're back to bad habit number six, not being a savvy spender. Sometimes the way we buy is a bad habit that needs to be stopped. For instance, not comparing prices for everyday goods and services. Online retailers, insurance companies, and utility providers have really made it easier than ever for us to shop and even negotiate when possible. One idea that I have for you is to create a bills spreadsheet. So list each company's name, your monthly payment, and your account number. At least once a year, block out time to review all those bills and see how you can either cut back, request discounts, or switch providers in order to save money. Consider dropping services, such as your landline phones, your premium cable TV, and your gym memberships, and see how it works out. You can always buy them again in the future, and you may even pay less if you go back as a new or returning customer. Also, remember that there are plenty of sales, coupons, and deal sites that help you avoid paying retail prices. Try shopping a new way this year. Check out a new online auction site, a new wholesale club, or even Facebook Marketplace before your next big purchase. Bad habit number seven, only paying the minimum on credit cards. Paying the minimum monthly credit card payment is good. I mean, it's certainly better than not paying it, but it doesn't mean that you're paying down your debt. In fact, your balance can actually be increasing if you are accruing more interest each month. So make it a habit to pay off your entire credit card balance each and every month. When you use credit cards responsibly, they definitely come loaded with benefits, such as rewards, purchase protection, and convenience at no cost to you. But when you carry a card balance from month to month, that can be an expensive habit. Bad habit number eight, carrying high interest debt. Having any kind of high interest loan or credit card debt makes it very difficult to achieve financial success. If you just accept credit card debt or any high interest debt as a way of life, it can rob you of the ability to save and invest. So as I previously mentioned, make it a habit to pay off your entire credit card balance every single month. Also consider refinancing installment loans such as mortgages and auto loans for a lower rate when possible so you can save more money. Bad habit number nine, not having a debt reduction plan. Oftentimes, not having a plan to attack your debt is a bad habit that needs to be reversed in order to improve your financial life. If you have multiple debts, you want to focus on the highest interest accounts first. That allows you to save the most so you can pay down all your debts faster. You may not like your debt, but you do have to acknowledge it and tackle it head on. The more you know about your debt, the better prepared you'll be to manage it properly. So with a clear plan in place, managing your debt becomes much less overwhelming and stressful. If you want to learn more about ways to get out of debt, 
create a financial plan and create a debt reduction plan, definitely check out my best-selling debt course. It's called Get Out of Debt Fast, a proven plan to stay debt-free forever. It's available at 50% off for a limited time. So if you are serious about getting out of debt, you do not want to miss this course. It goes through every aspect of getting out of debt and staying out of debt with very specific tools and resources to get it done. If you're interested in learning more, simply text debt course with no space. Again, debt course and text that phrase to the number 33444. And our last bad habit, number 10, is caring what others think. If you have friends or family who spend lavishly or live beyond their means, Don't get caught in the habit of caring about what they think about your financial life. That psychological competition can be what triggers poor spending decisions, and it gets many people into debt in the first place. If you're financing a lifestyle that you can't afford, make a commitment this year to make some small sacrifices and set aside some money for a few months so you can get ahead. Try waiting a little longer before buying something, saving more, and focusing on getting and staying out of debt in order to build your financial freedom. If you recognize yourself in any of these 10 habits, the first step is simply recognizing that you need to change your behavior. But I would caution you, don't try to break all of these habits at once. You know, maybe pick one that is hurting you the most and then move on to the next one. Knowing that you're sabotaging your own ability to grow rich might inspire you to kick these horrible financial habits in the new year. So again, I'll review these. Number one, living without an emergency fund. Number two, forgetting about retirement. Number three, not maxing out a savings match at work. Number four, being too conservative with your investments. Number five, making impulse purchases. Number six, not being a savvy spender. Number seven, only paying the minimum on credit cards. Number eight, carrying high interest debt. Number nine, not having a debt reduction plan. And number 10, caring what others think. If you have a question or a future show idea, just visit my contact page at lauradadams.com. While you're there, you can sign up for my free weekly email update and also get four free chapters of my new book, Debt-Free Blueprint. And as I mentioned, I'm also offering a holiday discount of 50% off my best-selling online classes. You get lifetime access so you can learn anytime at your own pace. Money Girl is produced by the audio wizard Steve Rickyberg with editorial support from Joe Muscolino. But not for long. Joe is leaving us in January. Joe, thanks so much for everything you've done for QDT. If you've been enjoying the podcast, please show your support by rating and reviewing on iTunes. Or if you found any of my books helpful, getting your five-star rating on Amazon would be wonderful, and that would mean so much to me. You might also like the backlist episodes and show notes available at quickanddirtytips.com. That's all for now. I'll talk to you next week. Until then, here's to living a richer life in 2019. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.
At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate, pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu.